Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. Vancouver home prices dropped 5% in May. Hey, and welcome to today's episode of the Vancouver Life Real Estate Podcast and YouTube channel. Today, we are talking about the May numbers. The data's in, and we are here to share with you what happened last month. Major change. Major change than what we've been saying for the last 18 to 24 months. Um, Here to share it all with you is myself and co-host Ryan Dash. We're going to get right into it here and then uh, divulge a little bit of what is happening behind the scenes and what you can expect in the upcoming months. So right off the top, let's get into it here. We always start with the sales, sales volume. Okay, we hit about 2,918 homes sold in the month of May here. Um, Big decrease. We're about 32% down from May of last year. Big, big, big drop there. Uh, But here's what's also interesting. We hit about 10% less than the month of April, last month. Um, Again, big number considering that we are in a typical spring market here. Things, again, are becoming non-typical. Um, I think the biggest story, the biggest takeaway when it comes to the sales data is just this. For the last two years, for the last 18 months plus, we have been saying that sales are in and around 25% higher than the 10-year average. And it's just been pinned to this top for so long. Last month, we were just above it. And here we are for the first time in about two years we are 13% below the 10-year average. I haven't said that in two years plus here. Um, So things are quickly changing, and the sales volume is is one of the leading indicators of just that. Do you remember, Dan, when um, the Bank of Canada came out and said, oh, yeah, no, we're going to raise interest rates, but we think buyers are just going to peel off and and housing is going to (laughs) moderate? At what point in history have you not seen the correlation between interest rates and prices? Well, and on top of that, when you look at like, you know, cities like Vancouver and cities like Toronto and probably even cities like Montreal, um, where we're highly leveraged cities, right? Highly, highly leveraged cities. So the moment that interest rates go up, like the moment that they go up, we feel it right away. Our market will react immediately. It's because we're so highly leveraged, right? I mean, price points are multi-millions here, right? So any 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 change in a decimal point, <laughs> especially to the people who have, you know, 80, 90% of their mortgage financed, they're going to feel that right away, right? And the market's going to respond right away. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And that's also why I feel like the Bank of Canada might screw this up again. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. that being said, let's get on to new listings. Um, so 6,377 new listings in May. Um, that is a, because <laughs> I'm a dad, I can, do, I can do dad jokes. That is a major drop from <laughs> <laughs> May 2021. That's a 10.5% decrease compared to May of last year and a 4.5% increase, which is nice. But again, for buyers, uh, increase since um, April of 2022. Um, so we're seeing 
sales going down, we're seeing prices going down, we're seeing inventory coming up, exactly what we said was going to happen if we went down this course of rising interest rates. Yeah, so we just saw inventory cross 10,000 for the first time in 10 months. Um, It's off of a very below baseline. Like if you remember, we started this year at 5,500 active units. Like it was scarce. It was thin. We're almost double that at this point. Um, we're just over 10,000, but it's the trajectory that is uh, most notable here because it is going straight up and it's going to continue on that path for some time here, especially through summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about a 9% decrease from where we were last year at this time. So again, we are coming off of, um, you know, gosh, we were low last year and it was very low through the spring market, uh, but obviously increasing now. But here's the big thing as well. We're up 14% since just last month. 1,200 wow. more units are on the market than they were a month ago. Um, you know, if we're going to see repeated double-digit percentage increases in the upcoming months, we are going to start getting close to that uh, magical B word being balanced mm-hmm. market, which we have not seen in, in so long. Um, you know, five months in a row of increased inventory. And again, with sales peeling back and with that interest rate hike that just happened uh, this week, we are going to see inventory numbers increase. Buyers rejoice somewhat on, on at least having more options if you are in the market to buy. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is <clears throat> our price is going to come down to a point where it makes sense despite interest rates rising, becoming more and more expensive. We're trying to find now a new equilibrium, Right. And that's, I think there's there's a lot of wobbling and figuring out to do to go through before we're there. Yeah, I think we've just started this right now, and <clears throat> the sales to active ratio, which I love to look at, is a really good indicator of that behavior. Right. So, the sales to active ratio across the market right now is twenty nine point two percent. Do you remember, Dan? It was like six months ago. It was like seventy percent. Right. Like, <laughs> it was. We're, yeah. It was enormous, right? And now we're down 7% just this month, right? That's a, that's a big shift in behavior. Um, this is the lowest sales to active ratio we've seen since January of 2021. That means we're at 18.3% for detached homes. Half of what it was even just two months ago, and this is balanced, which I can't believe I'm saying, for the first time <laughs> since June of 2020. Now, prices are still quite elevated for a single family detached, um, which is still, you know, we're still seeing decent sales to active ratios in terms of a seller's market for townhomes and apartments, townhomes respectively being at 35.5% and apartments at 38.1%. So still in a seller's market. But one thing I really want to note here is townhomes are down a whopping 12% and condos down 7%. Everything is down, 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 right? This is behavior, people peeling back. This is evidence of a highly leveraged market where people are going, whoa, this isn't making the same kind of sense as it was before. It's really been since the pandemic that we're seeing these double digit increases or now decreases in the sales active listings ratio. It's just, it's gone extreme. You know, Mm -hmm. typically you'd Mm -hmm. see that move maybe two to three points. Yeah. 12 points in a month. Like, wow. Yeah. Big, big numbers. Okay. So price, we talked about price right off the top and yes, things are coming down. The HPI is what we like to discuss first and that is down 0.3%. Okay. 
Okay, so it's you said five percent, Dan. Well, yes. What's happening is HPI is the lagging indicator. Um, it does move slow. It is the sort of algorithm they've created to say, okay, well, high end stuff isn't selling, but low end stuff is, and they put it all together and say it is a very indicate, in, ah, sorry, good indicator rather of truly what's happening with prices but again we have to peel back and look what's happening behind it to see what's coming because it's the average and median that also really dictate what you can expect in the upcoming months with the hpi uh, but back to the top here what is that price average home right now by the hpi one million three hundred and sixty one thousand dollars still a giant number and of course the highest in canada um, we're still up about 14 and a half percent from a year ago but like I said, we've now seen a decrease. This is the first decrease in the HPI since July of 2019. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're almost a two-year cycle of going upwards in that HPI. So that's our first decrease. You will absolutely see that HPI come down in the next two to three months minimum, depending how mm -hmm. things go in the near future. It'll likely be an HPI decline up until at least fall, winter this year. But... The declines I was talking about, median, median is at $938,000. That is down $53,000 from last month. That is a 6% decline. And that oh. takes the median back to January of this year. Wow. So we've just wiped out all the gains of 2022 in one month. And the average price is also down 5% down 63, almost 64,000 bucks to $1,280,000. Mm -hmm. um, that is actually just a bit lower than January 2022 of this year. So essentially, those wonderful, if you call it that, gains from this year have been evaporated. Um, it's happening quick. And, and our neighbors to the east there in Toronto, we just reported a little while ago that they had seen a 6% decline since their February high. They lost another 3%. In May, Toronto's down nine percent off of its highs. Yeah, so that's wiping out all their pro all of the gains made this year. Mm -hmm. um, and and if I read into the stats, Dan, that you're talking about, there's more to come. Well, exactly. These numbers are based off of the interest rate hikes that happened prior to Wednesday, June first's announcement. Announcement, excuse me, of another 0.5 percent. So that is going to bring prices down further. We're up. One point one and a quarter points this year. That equals almost verbatim about thirteen percent in buying power. And we just saw another, or sorry, that's the total. So we've seen five to nine percent come off here in the two major markets. You're going to see another five percent come off real quick. Yeah. Um, with your average home or your HPI one point three one point four, think of what fifteen percent less does to that. You know, you're going to have a couple hundred k on average come down. I expect by the time this all washes out. Um, but what, of course, is happening is so people's most people buy at the top of their purchasing power. So if the average person can actually afford 1.4 million, well, now they can afford 1.1, for example, and they're going to buy there. But the lower end of the market is where a lot of the new activity is happening because people are buying what they can afford. And so you're seeing the condo market still quite active and you're actually seeing a price gain there this year or sorry, this month. But you're going to see the market compress. So the high-end purchases are going to come down, and all the froth, if you will, will be at the bottom, and things are going to kind of tighten up this way. So the lower-end prices are going to increase while the top is kind of capped out right now. Yeah, that's spot on. Um, that's typically the, the first thing that happens when we start to see these contractions take place. Um, 
a lot of the froth just gets thrown out of the market, right? And arguably when you see, what did we have? We had 2% in January. I think we had 4.5% in February in terms of price increases, right? So those are gone. And arguably, you know, like you said, Dan, those were the result or, or the results of the prices we're seeing today are a result of the first in, increase in, in interest rates that we see we saw um, dating back to early this year. Now we're continuing down this path of rate hike, rate hike, rate hike, rate hike, right? And so remember, guys, if you're listening to this, that the average rate hike takes a six full six quarters to play out, right? So we're just seeing right now, the, res- the end result of lowering the rates from the pandemic, right? We, we, that was February. That, was, that crested in February. Now we're starting to see the implications of, of doing that. And now we're going to start to ratchet it down and it's going to be a hard fall, <laughs> I think, for equities in, in the short run here. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, let's talk about single family sales. So there's 793 single family sales last month. Uh, That's a 44, a whopping 44% decrease from May of last year uh, with the average single family uh, detached still very high at $2,093,600. That's still up 15% from May of last year, but a 4% decrease compared to April of last month. Um, or April of this year, I should say. Um, y- you're seeing now all of this coming back the other way, right? This is the start of that tumble. Um, apartments, 1,605 uh, were sold last month. That's a 21.7% decrease compared to May of last year. The average price, 779000 um, That's a 15% increase from May of 2021. And just a half point increase compared to April of 2022. And <clears throat> that's an, an important point to make. Um, the sales to active ratio is highest for apartments. So the fact that we're still seeing this lagging indicator of prices going up in condos doesn't surprise me, but next month it'll be down. Um, townhouses, 520 sales, again, 35% decrease compared to May of 2021. The average price at 1.141 million. That is a 21.5% increase from May of 2021, but again, a 0.6% decrease compared to April of 2022. So we are really starting to see, <clears throat> yes, year over year, it's still up quite a bit, quite significantly, but the trend now is, is all trending down. Right. And that's, that's the, where I want to bring your attention. Exactly. And the metrics that are going the other way are things like days on market. So we've been sort of pinned to the bottom at eight days for the last, uh, something like eight of the last 10 months. And it's starting to tick up. It ticked up by one. So your average days on market now is nine, but trust me, it feels like a lot more. And you're going to see that increase real quick as well. Um, for fun, I looked back at the entire history of days on market just to check the all-time high. At one point, and this was during the global financial crisis, January of 2009, the average days on market was 65. Wow. Average. We're at wow. nine today. It used to take wow. over two months in that era for the average home to sell. Holy now, cow. Now, yes, it's easy to pick the all-time high and and um, and kind of 
grow off of that or, or explain it further. But either way, that's a good reference. I mean, sure, it's uh, I think average over that time was was definitely less. But again, uh, gives you an example of how extreme things can get. And also, um, Dan, if I can just interject, mm-hmm. I, I also think it, it's, you know, a, a pretty good indicator of the fact that the the government has seen, you know, if you will, 65 days on market and we're at nine right now means that they're prepared probably maybe not to the same extent as they were in 2008, because right now we're dealing with a lot more variable mortgages and prices are a lot higher than they were then. Um, but it shows me that they're prepared to go, you know, some more distance here in the housing market in terms of, of pushing this down. Right. Um, they've done it before. This is a, that's a, it's a great stat to look at because it's indicative of, of what they may be prepared to do um, in the short run here. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just looked back here and yeah, okay, sure. Cool. You've got that one extreme number of 65 all time high, but the whole month, sorry, the whole year, of 2019 averaged about 25 days on market. So you mean t- 2009, 2000. Oh, my bad. Yes. I am looking at double data here. It was 2019, just two, three years ago now that it was averaged 25 days. Wow. Yeah. Back to 2009. Uh, yeah, it's going to be higher. Uh, actually it was pretty similar. Yeah. Right, right in around 25 days. So yeah, yeah. you know, it that wasn't that long ago because 2019, if you remember was, was a down market, obviously mm-hmm. 2009 was as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those were showing upwards of almost a month on market to, to sell your average home. I have no doubt we're headed there right now. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Okay. Uh, one other metric we look at is the dollar per square foot. And that is down 23 bucks a foot just last month. Um, it is down to $856 per foot on average, down $30 from the all-time high. Uh, and again, there you go. There's a 5% decline there as well. So average, median, per foot, all sitting around that minus 5% off of the, the, the highs, which were basically March of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, understandably, the list price to sale price is dropping. Remember a couple months ago, everything was selling over ask, uh, peaked at about 100 and, or sorry, 5.7% over ask was the average. We are now down to just 07 above. Again, on the streets, feels much different. Could be a bit of a lagging indicator. Uh, I know what numbers our team are doing, and uh, seeing anything at or above asking price has uh, gone the way of the dodo bird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, speaking anecdotally here, um, we had uh, a deal co... (laughs) Actually, we've got some interesting stories when it comes to anecdotal ones right now, but generally speaking, uh, we did a deal in uh, Grandview Woodlands... um, Last week, single family detached home listed for 2.299 and we picked it up for 2.1, right? Give you an idea of what's happening in the single family market. That's a Vancouver special, by the way. Um, but generally speaking, you know, that's a, that's a fairly significant, that's a 10, 10.5% drop off their price, right? So, you know, um, we're definitely seeing that. Uh, the other side of, of the market, the condo market, um, still seeing decent activity levels. However, price drops across the board. We are, you know, price adjusting, price correcting to reflect uh, and trying to get in front of um, these recent declines. So, you know, if you're a seller in today's market, you got to be really honest with yourself. You're not getting, uh, you know, um, 
you're not getting a pot of gold here anymore. I mean, you've got to really work for your sale. You've got to be competitive. Um, inventory is continuing to climb and um, all, sec all sectors of the market are going to feel it. It's just a, a matter of timing. Um, single family being the most expensive is feeling it first. Um, you're going to see townhomes next and then, and then condos are going to get a battering. It's coming. It's, it's true. Yeah. Sellers, if you have a, a home on the market now and it's not selling, don't do a small price adjustment. You have to get ahead of the downward curve if you really want it to sell. Because, you know, this is very reminiscent of what we saw happen in 2018, 2019. Incremental adjustments down behind the market is just going to result in a lot more pain. So if you're seriously selling and you need to get out for whatever reason, price correctly, listen to your professional and get ahead of that curve because otherwise you will chase it down and it will hurt more. Yeah. Um, and here's a bit of an example as to why I was just talking to um, our mortgage specialist, Mikhail from the Bank of Montreal, who uh, check out our last video with him from a couple of days ago about what to do with your mortgage or what to really know what's going on here after this 0.5 rate hike. Um, they hit for their fixed rate, five year fixed rate. Um, their lowest during the pandemic was uh, 1.49%. Incredibly low numbers yeah. today. <clears throat> 4.84. 149 to 484. So um, that doesn't yeah. sound like a lot in terms of numbers, but again, like I touched on earlier, in a highly leveraged market, that is a humongous swing. And as a result, we're going to see, I mean, all of the gains in 2022 have been wiped out um, so far. And uh, don't think that 2021 is not off the table. There's a big piece of 2021 that's coming off the table too. Yeah. For reference, if, if you got a mortgage at 149 compared to 484, your payments are almost double. Wow. They're about 90% higher. Think of that buying power. It's, 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 it's been eroded away and incredibly fast. Um, and the variable right now, um, what was the low, low, like 1.2 was happening yeah. around then. Yeah. 1.125. 1.23, I think. 3% today. Yeah, so more than double. Yeah, so there you go. You can imagine, uh, obviously, people's buying power is being eroded quickly. And again, here we are, you know, at least to the tune of 15% here, which is where the market is headed on a downward cycle right now. You know, yeah. we, I, I've been calling 15% for months now. My 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 best guess is my best estimates are still there. Um, mm -hmm. Again, we're, we've just started, and I am talking HPI. So, you know, it's going to take a while for this all to wash out. Right now, HPI is down 0.3, and I'm saying expect 15 yeah. before it bottoms and, and cycles back up. Yeah. That's it for me, Ryan. What uh, you want to close this one out for everybody? I mean, ultimately, um, I think if you're a buyer, I think this is probably where it's uh, an important time to really consider your options. I think um, if you're thinking about buying right now, this is maybe the, one of the few times I would say this, um, but I would, I would be very cautious about buying right now. Um, I think as a seller, one thing like Dan talked about with prices going down, you want to get in front of that curve. If you don't, it's like trying to, <clears throat> it's like trying to grab a falling knife. You're going to grab it and let go and it's going to fall further right? So you don't want that to happen. I think as a buyer, if you, you know, we're on this downward trend. So if you're going to be making offers, you know, I would consider making an offer a month or two ahead of where this potential market could be. Right. And, um, sellers have to start really <laughs> opening up and getting used to having to deal with things like a subject to sale. Uh, you're not getting subject free contracts anymore. 
um, you know, the environment has changed dramatically. And so with that, I think um, we're going to see further dramatic changes to the downward side in the next coming months. Um, we just, we know that from the tonality of um, uh, the last rate hike meeting, right? We know more is coming and we know that we're only at 150 basis points right now. I think you're going to see 200, 250 basis points by the end of the year. Okay, there you go. So going to be very changing times in the upcoming months. What does this mean for you? Well, give us a call. We'd love to talk more about your specific scenario. Is it the right time to sell? Is it the right time to buy? Trust me, it is so unique for every person. So please reach out to us and we're happy to uh, give you our professional opinion and analyze your situation. Thanks so much as always. Everybody have an awesome day. That wraps up this edition of the Vancouver Life Podcast. For more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.